everybody. This is Issa Cosette, the producer and host of Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that uplifts amazing people on their journeys. This week, I am the very special guest, and I know it's been a while, but if you're new here, I'm a poet, podcaster, and PhD candidate at the University of Puerto Rico, Rio Piedras campus. I have taken this month to not only (laughs) recover from Hurricane Fiona and the relief work that we were doing, but also to work in community, develop other projects that I'm working on. You remember last time I did this check-in, I had a very intense summer, right, with the women of color, with the National Endowments for the Humanities, working with the Diaspora Solidarities Lab and Taller Entre Aguas. Last week, we had amazing events with the writer Dama Llanos Figueroa. She is amazing. She led a workshop that just literally had me all in my fields crying. And even later that night, a great conversation with Melanie Maldonado. And then that Friday, I mean, um, yeah, Friday, the Puerto Rican Studies Association had their conference this weekend. Though I couldn't physically attend, um, I was able to upload my presentation to YouTube. And it was actually well received. And Dama wrote me, just giving me good thanks and praises. And it makes me feel good because there's many days when you're doing work, especially in academia, where you're just not sure if it's worth it or, or <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I sign up for this? But to be connected with like-minded people who support your work and see you and you see them I think it's so beautiful and just thinking about community has been heavy on my heart especially since doing our recovery work because a lot of the people who we help were older people like they didn't have young kids in the house to help clean up and it also just goes back to the fact that a lot of us have had to leave our homes right to find a better future and give it back so to be able to one, not have that many damages in our home. Like, literally, the water stopped right in front of my house. My entire street was flooded. Like, I think I even put videos of, like, people kayaking on my street. Um, but by the grace of God, literally, the water stopped. And so I was able, um, a few days later, after the water was um, gone down, <laughs> um, and helped a lot of people in Barrio San Jose. And just the way that we showed up for that community, but also the way that my community um in the states in a way reached out gave back we were able to help so many families and i wouldn't have been able to do that alone so i've just literally just been thinking the importance of community who are people especially being in the solidarities lab where the fellows are located all over um internationally and it's beautiful to see how we are being we're learning you know how to work together how to think together how to collab together how to challenge each other right and recognize different patterns or things that we want to follow or reject and i think that's really necessary in our development right versus always staying the same and not embracing change or evolution and and also just being willing (laughs) to receive help you know sometimes we try to do so many things on our own but it's just so nice to have a people who care um, you know, and just showing up for your neighbor, you know, like, do you know how many, like, comida, like, we shared throughout those weeks, um, when we didn't have power and like that, letting that be a collective way of life, um, of really looking out for one another versus every man for themselves. I hope that, um, if I'm ever in need or really in suffering, um, people would be able to come to my aid just as much as I was quickly, um, able to give back and pouring that, pouring out to others, right? My cup was so filled. Like, I, I was at peace. It 
just didn't make any sense. Obviously, my very first hurricane, Irma and Maria, I was, like, terrified. I didn't know what to expect or what to do. But this one, didn't expect <laughs> the flooding or the rains or so much damage. But I'm grateful to survive, to be able to tell this story, to be able to um, listen and meet other people and continue to do this wonderful work. I've also been thinking a lot about my body. And once again, how much we're getting older, y'all. Like, things are changing. I don't do that much physical labor. I don't do physical labor. You know, being in the garden, your 30-minute exercise here and there, that has nothing compared to literally, like, digging mud and water out of people's homes. And it's just, like, heavy, you know? Um, but we're still recovering. There's still many homes or across the island that do not have power and water, especially in the South and the West, but we're still um, trying to work as a collective. If there's any way that you can donate or support or send a prayer, keep up, um, keep doing that. And we pray that Puerto Rico becomes an independent nation very soon because no country deserves to be colonized. No country deserves to be um receive orders or laws or changes that has nothing to do with for the advancement and development of its people. So thinking once again about my body, how this body, right? It's a free body. Right? I'm trying to embrace all its strengths and weaknesses, all its beautiful things and flaws and being patient with myself because I too am getting older and I too have changed and I can't just see myself as, you know, the small girl who was raised in Snellville, right? Like, I'm a well-traveled and skilled woman, right? Um, I've done many things in this life, and hence, once again, why this has been so long on the podcast, right? We have many talents and many things we want to just accomplish in this life, explore in this life. And if you aren't sure what to do, this is just a call to just do it, because there has never been something that I've gone through that I haven't overcome. Every experience that has challenged me has made me a better person, has made me stronger and wiser or given me a discernment, right? Things that I was scared that I couldn't even, like, survive in the Peace Corps in Guatemala back in, what, 2014 is, like, nothing, right? I, you know, and once again, this is not normal. People shouldn't live in these type of conditions. Um, this is a skill that has just been brought into me, and so... I hope that my skills, my blessings, my body, and my purpose, you know, continues to be taken care of, be nurtured, and protected so that I can continue to do this work um, for other generations and other people. I can't complain, though. Life is good. I'm trying to hold on. As always, stay strong. As always, um, motivate. As always, but also make time for my rest. Make time to make sure that I've been good. Hence why, once again, that community, my body, my own spiritual practices to just keep me grounded so I can show up to help people not find their way, but realize that you're already on your way. You know, we are always thinking about where we're going next, what we got to do versus like really embracing that we're already here. Like, look around you. You're doing everything that you ever imagined. And if you're not, start doing it. And baby steps. You don't have to become the best writer overnight or have the best selling businesses or a whole bunch of baby steps. You know, give yourself grace to learn, find your people, right? Make mistakes, give back, and keep moving forward. Whatever it is that's on your heart that you dream about that you want to do, follow it and see where it takes you. 
because I have always moved forward unafraid, as y'all know, and it keeps me and keeps me and inspires others, you know, to keep going. The poem that I'm going to read today comes from Akweke Imezi, um, from their content warning everything poetry book. So amazing. I love their work. But this poem is titled, I was born in a great length of river. If I run the water at full bludgeoning force, it takes the bathtub 13 minutes to fill, 20 seconds for the bath bomb to dissolve, 11 if I stir, 4 seconds for eptum salts, I sink as deep as I can, involve my lungs, it takes nothing if I add nothing. When I was 9, I could hold my breath for 75 seconds, I practiced in class, practice underwater, from one end of the pool to the other, the long way. I held the air deep in my stomach, ballooned it in my cheeks, let it out in small measured hisses. I rationed it. In Ghana, 20 years later, I tripped on a rock while trying to leave the ocean and got seized by the quick tide. It tossed and sucked me. I couldn't stand. So instead, I curled against the floor as waves battered over my head. I held my breath and I did not die. Do you hear? I did not die. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter which water. I will never know what it's like to drown. And I just feel like this was just a perfect poem to share and remind not only just myself, but my listeners that we have to train ourselves. Whatever you think may stop you or limit you or destroy you, it won't. You are born to survive. Just train and practice and be clear because so many wonderful things can happen when you put your mind to it. And I'm excited to see what you do. You know, I'm excited to hear about your creations, your stories, how you're on your way, you know. So let me know. How are you guys doing? How are you on your way? For me, it's with ease. It's knowing that I can do everything, but especially resting to recover, resting to receive, resting to release. I am at peace. I'm blessed. I know my body isn't at the 400% that it would like to be, but I'm good. I'm taking care of myself, and I really hope that you are too. And whatever it is that's on your heart, whatever it is that you really want to do, I really hope you accomplish it. Until next time, this is Issa Cosette. Y'all be blessed.